It's time to chit chat. I'm Richard. Let's talk about what's streaming, what I'm liking, what I'm not so much enjoying, and maybe even some random tangents along the way. All right, let's chit chat. What's up, ma'am? Oh, nothing much. Is is this good for you? Is it too early? No, this works out great. So just fine. Let's see. Let me get to my soundproof little pod. Ooh. Let's see. How's this working? We just got one in the got in the office, and it looks like the the pokey or the chokey from Matilda, but it should do the trick. Okay. Am I, am I, is my sound coming through okay? Oh, very good. It sounds great. <laughs> okay, here we go. Soundproof room. Whoa. How you doing, buddy? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Can't complain. Good. That's good to hear. All right, so give, give, give me a quick refresher. What, what podcast are we doing today? This is called The Daily Chit Chat. Um, okay. Sometimes we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, recently I did a bunch of TikTok, um, like where the guest and I just watched TikTok videos, and we were like, "Oh, this is cool," and it was just random. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Are Are we already recording? Are we in the podcast? Oh, we are in the podcast. Okay. Wow. That, that's how seamless your segues are. I didn't even know when we started. I know. You'll never know. <laughs> well, cool, man. Get, let's, uh, let's, let's get this party rolling. Give me a topic and let's, let's start jamming. All right. This is Daily Chit Chat. I'm Richard. My guest today is Zach. We're old friends. The oldest of friends, one might say. I would... If you think 10 plus years is that old. Yeah, well, I do. I think anyone who's at least 10 years of age will think that's a long time, you know? Their whole life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In retrospect, yeah. That's a lifetime. How, how, how many 10-year-old listeners do you have? Um, Probably 10, I'm guessing. That's that's so cool how it worked out that way. Yeah. I think, I think the average age of your listeners, that should be the number of, uh, that's the maximum number of listeners that you have. Right. Like my 79-year-old listeners, I can only have 79 of them. Yeah. So that means the... The, the the largest demographic you have are people in their hundreds. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm I I just turned thirty two. So since I'm listening to this, are you gonna have to bump out one of your thirty two year olds, or are you still working on that pool? Um, I will have to bump someone out. So. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Zach's in. You're out. You're in. I'm out. Wait, mm. other way around. Other way around. Reverse it. I don't have like a little. DJ record. And I don't think you have to. I think what you're doing with your mouth is not only sufficient, but better than what technology could give. It's art. 
That's what I think. Yeah, it, like Elon Musk is doing all this stuff with AI, but what he fails to realize is the beauty and majesty of just our own unique voices. Like, we've got a Richard who can just do it. Why spend billions of dollars on artificial intelligence? Yeah, when I have normal, you know, official intelligence, like... Yeah. 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 There's, it's official. It's official. It's official. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe superficial, to be fair, but it's real. <laughs> Is that the opposite of artificial or superficial? <laughs> Maybe. It doesn't make sense. To be superficial is to be fake, too. So. Yeah, to be fake. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, let's do it. But, but the thing is that I would ask Siri to answer that question for me, which is just like a non-starter for this artificial intelligence conversation. Oh, yeah, because she's biased. Yeah. Yeah, she's biased. Do you think Siri's bi, too? Uh, well, she can do whatever she wants. She can sound from British or from America or from anywhere. So that's like bicontinental, you know, she can be at least two continents. So, yeah. Yeah, I've always felt like uh, like if you ask Siri their sexuality, they'll always be like, uh, they're basically asexual or non-sexual. I can't remember what it is, but... I think that's unfair that they program them that way. Just let them let them choose, or even say like, "I'm thinking about it, or I'm working on it." Yeah. Have you seen the movie Her? I haven't with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, but oh, wow. I have seen the meme where they turn the phone sideways and his his forehead looks like a face. Have you seen that meme? Oh no, but I love it. I can, <laughs> I can imagine but it. Looks, it. <laughs> but but he falls in love basically with Siri, right? That's the thesis yeah, of the movie. That is, and um, she just gets better and better. Her intelligence gets less and less artificial and more official. Um, yeah, more official. Yeah, I have I have been into AI recently. I watched uh, I'm in season three of Westworld. Ooh, I which have is, not seen it, but I've seen is, the first one. <laughs> you saw the first season? Yeah. Best one by far. I they think answer so. like really cool questions about what like sentience is, and the other the next two are more like action packed, like what's gonna happen next. Then I also saw Ex Machina, which was also Ooh. phenomenal. That sounds fun. I haven't seen that either. Oh, you should check it out. It's uh, Oscar Isaac or Isaac Oscar. Is that his name? Sure. Oscar, Oscar. Yeah, he's phenomenal in it. And the guy who, uh, who plays uh, Percy in Harry Potter, which I'm sure he's a phenomenal actor and hates that he's just downgraded to that description every yeah. time. But I, but I'm not gonna learn his name. Not even gonna take a guess like Oscar Isaac. I'm just gonna call him the Harry. But he's in it. He's also phenomenal. And I just love how people are talking about artificial intelligence for real. It's very, it's very exciting. It feels like the most futuristic thing that we can do right now. Totally. Um, I, I love science fiction, so I love anything that has like Black Mirror, for instance, shows you oh, like glimpses into the future, like what we're doing with technology now, and it's not far off. It's like. Five, ten years later, we're going to have a whole society that's concerned with Facebook likes and Twitter. Ah. Right. What's your favorite uh, Black Mirror episode? And would you insert your sentience into a computer program when you die? Uh, yeah. So that is my favorite episode. San Junipero. Is that the one? Where, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it was a trick question. You're like, what is your favorite episode of Black Mirror? And would you do and what it, they did in that and episode? It, and it better be that one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I fell right for your trap as if you were actually <laughs> asking me the question. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So, so you, so you would do it. You would consign your, you know, the the, you know, the electricity in your brain. You would, they would plug it into a, your consciousness into a computer program, and then you would live there until, I guess, it. it what until is this, there a way out, or do you just have to exist? You exist until the server just fails, you know, or just gets destroyed or turned off. I guess. Yeah, I've always like, um, because uh, have you seen, um, have you seen The Good Place? Yeah. Totally. So, so I, I don't want to spoil that, but but they also like tackle the issue of like, what does it actually mean to live forever, and you know the you know grappling with that i that idea of um, of existing in perpetuity, yeah. like sort sort of a different take on it, right? Totally. I I actually used to think that back in my religious days, I would be thinking, um. I'm actually scared of eternity because I was taught values of like eternal life and live forever. And I'm like, that scares me too. It's interesting. It scared me to die, but it also scared me to be living forever. So I don't know what I want to compromise on, but sure. I guess a computer sure. would be a compromise. Like I am dead, but my intelligence somewhat can live on. Yeah. I just assumed that, Eternity, in a religious perspective, back in my religious days, was that like, y like you would have perfect control of your emotions. So even though it would be like, oh man, I've lived for four trillion years. Well, time to press the Xanax button. I love it. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but well, but, but but now that I've sort of stepped aside that the idea of existing forever, like I am, I am coming to terms with the idea that. There can come a point in my life where I'm like, oh yeah, not existing would be kind of cool, or at least not existing with a sentient brain. Oh yeah, that that I would like. Um, I've talked to our common friend Scott Mickelson before, and yes, I oh, love that guy. He, <laughs> go ahead. Has he been, has he been on the show? I'll have to listen to his his episode if he has. Well, I don't remember if I recorded him or not on the show, but I will if even if I haven't. I'm sure. Perfect. I'm sure I have archival audio that I can just slap on the podcast. With we'll his... dig those up. Yeah, time exactly. machine that. I'll time machine that for sure. But yes, he and I were talking about that very issue of he said it would be comforting. It would be nice to know that maybe your intelligence lives on and it's floating around alive in some respect, but you just give up the corporeal form. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be nice, but I'm not sure what I believe anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's so crazy to think about when you think about like what is it called, quantum something something about like things existing in perpetuity and infinite number of times and forever and like you know I just heard this thing like existing that is impossible and so they're saying like reality can't be real and then I then I've gotten on this Whoa. kick of it is more likely that we are a simulation and in the matrix than we're actually flesh and bones because we're on the cusp of that and if we create a, 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 like a, a universe within a computer, it's more likely that they'll become sentient and create a life in their computers and on and on and on and on to go. So if you were to put on a panoramic view of every single existence and every form of sentient life and you threw a dart, you're more likely to land on some sort of digital sentience than some sort of like Big Bang leading to proteins, leading to, you know, single cell and multi cells and yada, 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 yada. And then when you get down to like the the molecular and atomic and subatomic level, 
the more people are just like, we're just waves of light. It's like, and what are, like, what's, what's computer code? It's just like, you know, binary flashes of light. So it's like, oh, man. So probably the most, when, when I swung from religious to agnostic atheist or whatever, I swung a little bit back being saying, Occam's razor would tell me that it is more likely that something put us here than nothing because oh. we've observed or we are about to observe some sort of life being placed in the computer or whatever, but we haven't observed just like spontaneous sentience. We haven't observed that yet. Although I'm totally willing to believe it that life just, you know, popped up into the universe somewhere. But, you know, does that make sense? Like what yes. what's more likely that some, you know, and it's to me it's certainly not some benevolent, you know, Jesus and Sky Daddy that put us here. It's, you know, it's probably an alien or some, like, computer guy in a basement. Yeah. But it seems more likely that something intelligent put us here rather than it just happened by chance. Right. What do you think about that? Oh, okay. So my, my reaction to that is that makes sense to me. I often think, why are human beings the ones that are, like, making the computers and doing all this like intense like communication with our our same species like we've really advanced if you look even the past 100 or 200 years we've gone from like somewhat primitive to way advanced like what the heck i don't get it like why aren't why aren't the lions and tigers learning how to like talk words and communicate with people humans sure. i don't i'm not quite sure why it's our species that is like super high level versus all the other species and so uh, that would kind of make sense to me that it's by a design or by a random accident that someone did it though i don't know it so you can tell by my upward inflection i'm just as confused as ever <laughs> yeah it's like you know is it because because humans are, are relatively um according to the fossil record a relatively young species mm -hmm. on the earth so you know, was it just a mere happenstance that we became self-aware? Some people think that, you know, uh, psychoactive mushrooms play, played a role in us Ooh. basically waking up and being like, oh, wow. I exist. And then we, you know, there's several species of humans and, uh, you know, Homo sapiens basically wiped out or integrated some way with Homo erectus and Neanderthals, yada, yada, yada. And so if we were to hop forward a million billion years and humans haven't destroyed the Earth, yeah. You know, would would whales eventually like? Could they become sentient in in like a similar way that we are now? Or was even the fact that it, it, and so to your point, even the if if you're to take how insane it is that life would spontaneously create, that's right. one. And then the next thing that that there would be this huge diversity of life is two. And then the third thing that out of that diversity of life would spontaneously come sentience. That's a third thing, and it's the only one that did, like. Like, you could convince me, like a smarter person, I, it's like, well, actually, if you take the expanse of billions of years and yada yada, it's actually, you know, statistically probable that something like, like this would happen. I'd, I'd buy into that. But yeah. with, my, with my finite brain, I'm also like, holy shit, like, this, it, it makes more sense to me for what I have observed, an observable history of some sort of designer, malevolent, apathetic, or otherwise, just made it happen and, like, let it run. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Ooh, lots to think about. I mean, obviously, that's the point, I guess, of life or something like it is to kind of find a, a purpose or find what your specific 
creation of you is all about. And yeah. so you can have theories or you can have like ideas or research or studies, but you kind of have to like land on something that makes you feel most comfortable and like logical and then go with it, ride with that. Yeah, I, I, like I, I, to me, existence, the point of existence is what is going to, I don't know, give you like the the greatest, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like satisfaction. Like, like, yes, yeah, sa satisfaction in existence, maybe, because if we believe existence ends at sentience, you know, someone who takes their own life, it's like, well, that wasn't enough for me, or the fact that, you know, I could die in a car crash tomorrow. Right. Like, you know, like, the, the so I, I, I have three kids, and if I were to give one thing for the reason of my existence, like, the biggest reason is them, because they're not, their brains aren't formed enough yet to realize, like, existence just may be, like, a cosmic joke or accident. And mm -hmm. although that's depressing, like, I don't care. I'm still biologically driven to, like, help them reach adulthood so that they can experience that life and, like, see all the beauty for it with their, with their own eyes. Yep. And even though I rationally know, like, no one's going to care. No, like, in a billion years, all of us will be dust, and it doesn't matter. But it's still, like, in the moment, it still feels fulfilling to, like, have these little, you know, semi-advanced primates grow up into adulthood. And so for me, I'm like, I guess that's what existence is, even though rationally, like, it, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense or it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm trying to say is, if you're existential, have kids, and they'll solve everything, and kids are the best, and they give no problems ever. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was wondering, without children of my own, like, should I have them? And apparently, I have to. I just have oh, you're, to. No, you're fucked, dude. You're <laughs> fucked. You're, you're, it's done. It's done.